This is the score for the Crybaby Tony Ward performance. Uh, we did uh, five reed saxes, a couple flutes, four trumpets, two horns, three trombones, two percussion, two guitars, harp, two keyboards, and full string section. A lot of dots. Hi, I'm Christopher Yonke. I'm an orchestrator. I've always been a pianist. I've always played keyboards and bands. I've, I think what I liked about the theater the most was always interested in, in the way music helps an emotion dramatically, I think. I was very, very fortunate and still am to have worked with Bill Brone. He's orchestrator Miss Saigon, Crazy For You, Wicked. I learned more from him and I still continue to than I ever did in college and growing up. The best way to describe what an orchestrator does is you are essentially responsible to create a way a piece feels sonically. You're a better orchestrator every day because you've heard something on the radio that you said, oh, I like the way the, the trumpet matches with the flute and that. And then you kind of just build this Rolodex of orchestral blends and essentially the, the way an orchestra blends and basically it becomes a language. This is basically what you're given. This is piano and drums and, and rehearsal. So you get sent a recording. You hear, the, you hear how it feels, how you hear the vibe of it. What you want, Warner, what you want is me. But you need to see me in a brand new domain. Well, it's plain, Warner, in a different setting. You will see you're getting all of this plus a brain. I think every orchestrator would agree that you're called to be a, a sort of specialist, the jack of all trades. You're called in to be the voice of the composer, and you're basically just a big old music geek. Every job, you kind of just hole up in your apartment and you kind of study what you're about to get into. I mean, that's the way I do it. Like with Grease, I'd never done a show about 50s music. And Kathleen Marshall wanted absolutely to sound like authentic 50s music. So I sat here for three months prior to writing listening to Put Your Head on My Shoulder. Put your head on my shoulder. Analyzing what was attractive to a 50s audience that made that song become such a huge hit. And you sort of break it down into a palette of colors and you start writing. It's the original, it's very much a 50s orchestration. However, the one thing that I was missing in it, or an element that I put into it, I, I was missing the rain. To me, the high piano part is the rain. Everything's a challenge. Every composer, working with every composer is a challenge, but you know, it's great. I think when you can find a relationship that you just, when you have a good friendship and a good working relationship, you kind of help bring the best out of each person that you work with. 2001, David Bryan, composer of Memphis, he rang up and uh, he said, I got the show Memphis, I'm working on, and I need a music guy. So I said, sure. David Bryan is a keyboard player and one of the founding members of Bon Jovi. And Memphis is his really first big theater project. Working with him was, was fantastic because I had never worked with somebody that successful in that side of the music industry. And things that he brought to the table were, were, were it was amazing. And just hearing his perspective on the side of the industry was unbelievable. My role in Memphis is a music supervisor. I, I put together the department. Uh, it would have been too much for me to, to have sort of helped 
you know, put together a department and also orchestrate. It's just too big of a job. When you're an orchestrator, you sit by yourself in your apartment for three months. As a supervisor, working, you know, you're there every day with the cast. In rehearsal, 10 to 6. Even though I was not the orchestrator on Memphis, when David would come up with a song, we would sit down and he'd talk through, he goes, oh yeah, I think I'm hearing drums play this, I'm hearing this pattern, I'm hearing the kick on, you know, one, three. And I would basically help him get it all down to the page. So I would communicate that to the entire production team that we had in the music department. It's kind of helping the department run smoothly, but sort of being this artistic force that helped the department. Dave and I sort of had a hands-on sort of relationship, orchestrating the vocals too, because I would sit down and write the vocal parts with David, write the score down. We were recording uh, the cast album from Memphis, and uh, knowing David and also knowing what he wants, it's that very much balls-to-the-wall Bon Jovi type singing. It's not pastiche 50s music whatsoever. It's David's voice, and he's telling the story of Memphis in the 1950s, but using his own voice. And I can't lie. Right. No, we're at the end of two. I need to have more accents on every one. We love when it sings. So to me, my job is to make it be what David would be. So all the vocals in Memphis are that sort of hard-hitting, relentless. They hit it hard, and, and that's David. That's his personality. Probably the longest I've ever worked on the show, eight years. The little differences made it fun too. I mean, it's just kind of been great to watch it go through all the uh, stages. I think the show's great. Yeah.